securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. You work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here are Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. I'm Josh Gilbert here for you. It is 2024 and Jeff, we've got a lot of tax changes. There's a lot of news coming out. Uh, but first and foremost, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too, and all the listeners. You know, and I think uh, I think as far as as long as we get to, you know, uh, January 15th or maybe the 20th, you know, I'll say uh, the first holiday of the new you can still keep <laughs> saying Happy New Year. I, I'm not exactly sick of it yet. Yeah. Hey, I just I just turned my Christmas lights off last night. So. <laughs> Oh, Jeff, my wife, I, you know, I, I love her to pieces, but as soon as Christmas is over the 26th, she turns into the Grinch. It was everything yeah. I could do for her to keep them up until New Year's Day. But, uh, you know, me and Finn went out to run an errand and I came home and they were all down, you know, yeah. oh. <laughs> there were, there were icicle lights hanging from the gutters. I'm like, honey, how did you even get up there? But, you know, uh, she just grabbed wife. one in and ripped them off. Yeah, <laughs> ripped them all off. Uh, a wife with uh, her mind set on cleaning up uh, can, you know, can move mountains uh, clearly. Yes. So, yes, you know, and it's funny because I put them up with an extendo ladder. She took them down with a step stool again. Yes. <laughs> I have no idea how she did this. So, uh, but it is the new year and there is a lot of news and there's a lot of changes for 2024. Um, but Jeff, I just want to tell everybody, you know, we were doing shows coming up at the, at the end of the year of this is year in planning time. This is the time to see if you've, uh, made too much money to do a Roth conversion, or, you know, maybe you can squeeze out another 10 grand, and do a Roth conversion that way without tipping the scales and jumping up into a new tax bracket. That was kind of the year in stuff. But as far as the new year goes, you know, we, we're starting all over again. And yes, I start fresh, start fresh. And I always say this, you know, I'll use myself as an example, as always, uh, we took advantage of, um, squirreling some money away into an FH, F, FHA, right? Flat, or, yeah. What, what is Flexible it? Flexible spending, F, FSA. FSA, you know? Which is a These flexible things, spending account. They're so confusing. So it's like you need someone to help you with it. So Jeff introduced us to the FSA, and we took advantage of it, but it was in May or June. And, mm -hmm. you know, by the end of the year, I realized we, we missed six months of taking yeah. advantage <laughs> of this. And, you know, uh, from the start of the, of the next new year, we've been doing it for two years now. Um, by the start of the next new year, I was happy to say, Ooh, we get to take it, uh, advantage for the full year now. <laughs> and, 
And I was telling people, you know, if there are tax advantages out there, make sure you take advantage of them starting January 1st, or in this case, mid-January. Mid-January, yes. You want to be able to take advantage of a full years of tax savings and not just wait until June or open enrollment in October to get these things in place, right? Exactly, exactly. It's it's start now and it's little bits, whereas if you wait to the end of the year for some of this stuff, which the biggest one is, if you've been paid this year, look at your paycheck stub and see, one, how much you put into your 401k if you have access to one, or a 403b or a 457f to the retirement plan. Just see what the numbers are. And then two, look to see what your federal tax withholding is and kind of compare it to last year. And I say compare it to last year, pull last year's check and look at it. Those are the two easiest way to save, easiest ways to save money is to increase, pay yourself first, which is increase your contributions to your 401k. 1%, 2% max per year. Don't go, hey, I'm going to do 10 or 15% because typically that's too big of a bite to take out of the box. So up it by 1% a year, 2% a year, uh, out of sight, out of mind. Um, and then it'll actually reduce your taxable income too as you go forward. And that's something that uh, I want to touch on a couple of these things because it is the, you know, uh, essentially the first of the year. It's the first month of the year. I personally have not gotten a paycheck yet. Um, Mm -hmm. So it'll be something I do as soon as I get one just to look. And and you say, nobody ever looked at those numbers. You want to take a peek at them every two weeks when you get paid or, or whenever you get paid. Uh, you want to take a peek at that and just make sure they look right. Exactly. Just look at it and look at the withholding as you go forward. And maybe the first check of the year, it's cleaner, but that's really going to, it's going to replicate itself as you go forward, you know, minus any big bonuses, you know, or if you're paid on commission, that's a totally different scenario. But typically if you're salaried, um, that's what your check's going to look like going forward, you know, for the rest of the year. So take the first one out of the box, look at it and say, I made X for the first two weeks of the year. This is what I've withheld in federal tax, state tax. And this is what's been put into my 401k. And, and you could break it down in more, I say, manageable numbers versus, you know, looking at, uh, looking at it in September, October and going, wow, you know, that's a bunch of money going out the door. So. And it's one of those things that now's the perfect time uh, we do a reset and it, it's it's great because when tax season comes, it's, it's kind of spring cleaning. We're done. We get, yeah. yeah we, <laughs> uh, but everybody wants to do spring cleaning, do a reset in the springtime. But again, you realize I missed three months of tax exactly. savings or tax keepings. Yeah. Now's the time where you really make the adjustments, take advantage of the full 12 months here. Uh, so take exactly. a look at your withholdings and make sure uh, that they're right. And you say even increase them. Yes. Yeah, because because w- which we'll talk about here shortly, the 2024, the what's called the Inflation Reduction Act of 22, um, which had nothing to do with inflation. More so what it does, I think there is uh, 90 different provisions 
that are retirement. Um, and I say provisions from a standpoint to help us. So remember the tax codes, you know, five Bibles big, and then there is about 10 pages that applies to the average individual. Well, now there's 11 pages. Oh. Um, and, and 11 pages because there are 90 different provisions where IRA contributions increase for 2024, um, 401k contributions increase. And there's a ton of stuff out there that can help us. Um, again, I understand you have to put food on the table. I, I get that. Um, but again, if you could squeeze out a little bit more from a pre-tax standpoint to reduce your taxable income, it's money that you pay yourself versus paying to the taxing authorities. And just really briefly go over that philosophy of pay yourself first. I don't think we've hit that for a while. Well, the, the concept on that would be is if you're at a 24% tax bracket, this is the easiest way to explain it. If you're at a 24, 24% tax bracket today, but when you retire, you think that, I mean, you know, most people are at $200,000 of income. And you say, do you need $200,000 in retirement? And the question is, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. Typically, yeah. typically you don't. <laughs> but again, if you project it off into the future and you're at a 24% tax bracket today and you could defer money pre-tax at 24% and hypothetically when you retire – you could maybe go to a 20 or maybe even to a 12% tax bracket um, because you don't need that much money when you retired. Um, you've just you've just saved 50%. If you went from a 24 to a 12, which means while you're working, you're deferring it at 24%. But when you retire, you're taking it out and you're now paying it at 12%. The, the tax savings right there is phenomenal. Just in, and you, you put it away at 24 and you took it out and you're going to pay 12. That's huge. Um, even if it was a 24 versus a 20, you're still 4% in tax savings every year until you get to retirement. And then on top of that, you put time value of money. And what that means is a dollar today earning interest in the next 10, 15, 20 years into the future is huge. I mean, huge dollars. So, again, that's the concept. If you say, hey, I'm at a 10% tax bracket today and I will be at a 10% tax bracket, then that's, that's, you know, maybe you do a little Roth 401k and kind of sprinkle it in there as you go forward. But the idea is that you want to do it now because, like you said, time uh, value of money, it's going to compound interest. These are all concepts that are way out of out of my league but these are things that you work with every day you save the money now and you know over the course of 20 30 years it's uh you know ballooned into something that you can live off of in your retirement exactly but yeah it's it's a tough concept and you just mentioned there's 90 new tax provisions just this year alone 90 new ones that means that there's probably hundreds of old ones uh, that are, are currently cooking and there's no way for someone like me or, or the listeners or anyone, any normal person who doesn't do this for a living, Jeff, there's no way for yes. us to keep track of all of this stuff. You can't. I mean, it's, it's almost impossible. And 24 is the first year where all of these provisions come to life, um, you know, out of the box in 24 and then some sprinkle in 25 and 26. Um, the disclaimer is, again, um, all of Trump's tax laws that were put in play in 2019 um, sunset in 2025. 
So when I say sunset, this this new package for the uh, Inflation Reduction Act is not part of Trump's tax cuts, but the bulk of these things will change in 25 sometime. Um, will taxes go higher? More than likely. Um, I, I mean, I'm slow, but I'm not that dumb. Um, they, the federal government needs more capital, and they will do it by taking stuff away from us. Um, you know, where we pay, we either generate more revenue, um, you know, or pay more taxes, one or the other. But again, this stuff is put on the table. One of the big ones today would be go and look at your 401k. If you maxed your 401k out last year, try to max it out this year also. Um, because one of the catch-up provisions, that $7,500, that is, if you're over age well, 49, it says 50, but it's you're 49 or older, you get to do it. That $7,500 originally was supposed to be pre-tax dollars going into your 401k. And then the IRS came along and said, well, no, we don't think so. We're going to make that $7,500 where it's only Roth contribution as a catch-up. Um, and you would be blocked out. And then they came back and changed their mind and said, no, you could do your regular contributions plus the $7,500 pre-tax, and you get to do that till basically 2026. So the IRS is wiffle-waffled a little bit on some of these rulings, um, especially because some of them are very complex and they really didn't give us good guidance to start with, um, but that one's huge. So if you maxed your 401k out last year, you need to go and critique or up your your contributions to get it to where it steps back up the same this year. So not only are there 90 new tax provisions in the tax code, uh, they're on top of the hundreds of, of the other ones that are out there. Not only will some of these laws sunset in 2025 and a whole new tax uh, code gets brought in, but they have also said things and then they've walked it back like, yes, um, exactly. you know, the, the 1080 uh, or the, the whatever, the ones where we were supposed to fill out for every Venmo transfer that we've had. And then they said, well, that's going to be a lot of paperwork for us. So let's put that off for another year. Uh, exactly. They walk back some of the things they say. So, again, yeah. it's almost impossible to keep track of, but that's why Jeff exists at Capital Advisory Group, uh, capitaladvisorygrp.com, 636-394-5524. That's the phone number. Jeff does my taxes. He can do yours too. Uh, he also does my financial planning as well. He can do that for you as well. And just to touch on something real quick before we go to commercial break, the idea that I uh got my fsa started in june i was kicking myself that we didn't take advantage of it for the full year now jeff if i'm sitting here saying this is really complicated stuff i'll just keep uh putting this amount of money in now or i'll i'll wait to to take this tax advantage until next year because it's too confusing and i don't know how to do it time value of money yes I'm kicking myself because <laughs> I missed six months of an FSA and some savings on paying for my son's school. How hard would I be kicking myself if I look back 30 years from now and realized I missed some tax advantages and compound interest being what it is, I missed 30 years of compound interest on top of it as well. Exactly. It's huge. I mean, huge, huge numbers. And again, 
when we we talk about tax planning, tax strategy, it's not that you're – a lot of people think that we go in and completely revamp everything that you have going, and it gets really confusing and tricky. The concept is, is you may do five things throughout the year, and those five things could save you hundreds. It could save you thousands, depending upon your situation. But the concept is, is did you know that those five options were out there open to you that you could use them to your advantage? And most people don't. It's just the one thing that's never taught in school is how to do a tax return, unfortunately. And I think that's by design <laughs> so that it, it makes it really confusing and scary and people shy away from it. Um, but again, at the end of the day, you, we may do five things throughout the year to save you thousands, and that's that's the concept as you go forward. Yep, and two hundred fifty bucks this year. Um, you know, it, oh, it's just two hundred fifty bucks. Thirty years exactly. from now, I'm going to look back and say, how much could that two fifty have been if I did it every year and if I use compound interest? And here I am sitting on the dock, uh, Jeff, and there's no boat, and I'm thinking, man, you know, I'm. I'm 68 years old. I'm retired. I wish I had a boat. Maybe I could have had one if I had just exactly. done that one thing, you know, <laughs> exactly. So, 68 year old Josh is, is coming back and he's going to knock on the door and say, <laughs> I just got into the, in, in the time machine and I came back yeah. here to, to shake your, some sense into you. Um, so do the stuff now so that future Josh doesn't have to invent a time machine to come back and kick past Josh's butt. Um, exactly. Do exactly. the stuff now. And the uh, idea is, well, I don't know how to do this stuff. We'll get Jeff to do it for you. 636-394-5524. There's something out there for everyone. I mean, yes. you, you can almost guarantee that everyone is missing something when it comes to tax savings. Yes, yes. So uh, get Jeff on board, uh, get him to look at your situation and uh, in this new year, take a full year worth of advantage of tax savings or tax keepings, as I like to call them, because we keep it in our pocketbook. We keep it on our paycheck. We keep it uh, in our 401k rather than going out to the federal government, because the game exactly. here, Jeff, and, and I hate to say we're pitting ourselves against uh, the good old fashioned United States of America, because this is the greatest country in the world. Uh, exactly. I love it. And I don't, I don't mind paying taxes, but if there's something written in the tax code legally where I get to keep some more of it, well, I could do a lot more with it than they can. Exactly. Exactly. And and pay yourself first. That's the concept. Um, and and you're 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 not ever going to get out of taxes to where you never have to pay taxes. And you see on, um, you know, Instagram and on the internet, you know, oh, I paid zero taxes. I never had to pay anything at all. Um, it, it, at the end of the day, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> yeah. You're never going to get out of taxes. But the concept is, how do you legally reduce? your taxes today and and are the way we can look at it is what can we do today to reduce your taxes tomorrow and do something little uh now add exactly. to it throughout the year and then you know now's the time it would come 2025 next year uh this day you say what what more can i do you see how much you kept mm -hmm. and you say jeff what more can we do and and that's what i'm exactly. going to say to you um, yeah. You know, my wife is having, my wife is uh, coming out of her paycheck as our FSA. I'm going to ask you, 
you know, is there something I could be doing with my paycheck? Um, you know, with, with the little meager funds that are in there, uh, <laughs> what can I do to stretch it a little bit further and maybe keep a little bit more of my money? So I've got an exactly. appointment set with you. I personally am going to come in and chat with you about it, but everyone can make an appointment 636-394-5524. What are some of those new things in 2024 that we can take advantage of? Jeff's going to go through them in this next segment. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall on the Big 550 KTRS. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on the show, back to Keep What's Yours. And Jeff, before we get into what's new in 2024, tax changes, uh, can we take advantage of them going forward? Can we retroactively put them on our taxes from last year? We'll get into all of that stuff. But there is some news out there. First and foremost, 29th of January is the first day you can file your taxes. But why do we not want to rush to file them? Okay, so there is some legislation in the works, not to get everybody's hopes up, but there is a discussion, and the headline was, it might have been clickbait, but the headline was, don't file your tax return by April 15th. And the reason being is if you have children who are under 17, the enhanced child tax credit may come back. And apparently there's a bipartisan effort out there to bring it back. And that was where you currently you get, you know, 500 bucks for a child over, you know, 10. Um, But they're going to bring it back when it was $3,000 for a child uh, under, I believe, the age of eight and um, $1,500 for a child from eight to 17. So it's quadruple what you get today. Um, So there is a debate out there whether or not this shows up in time for the 2024 taxes um, or 2023 taxes, which goes retro in 24 when you're doing your tax return. And this Um, was something that we were talking about uh, for we've been talking about this for years. But uh, during COVID, they they bumped it up. They tried to squeeze it in uh, the one of the build back better bills or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the one that Joe Manchin, the Democrat had uh, such a hard time with and had it pulled out. And you're saying that now Democrats and Republicans are jumping on board? Yes, they're both jumping on board with this. um, And they're trying to make it a bipartisan effort to bring it back far retro, far 2023. So again, when you file your return this year, you, if this passes and you have children under 17, you'd actually get an enhanced child tax credit if this thing really does go through. And even though it gets passed in 2024, January of 2024, it'll work for our taxes from last year. Yes, as long as they do it by the time. So again, the question would be is we'll, we'll kind of watch this as we go forward. Let's say we get you off to the early April and we're like, uh, we don't really see it. We may file your return and then be forced to do an amendment to that return if it's, you know, May or something like that before it really gets approved. Um, But our our friends, you know, and higher uh, elected officials have a good tendency to wait till the 11th hour and then pass bills. So it's possible that normal people, February, you're going to file, get your refund, and then you would have to amend your return going forward to get the child tax credit. So if that's the case, it is what it is. But that's a big one that's out there. 
Um, why, so. why, why do they do that? They're like, oh, we like this. And, and the other side says, we do too. And then they say, oh, okay, let's wait six months before we bang the gavel on it. Yeah, because one says, well, hey, we like it, but we also want this. And the other side says, hey, we like it, but we like this. And it takes mm. that long for everybody to get it together and do their little you know, deal making um, to get us from point A to point B. <laughs> right. We so, love the child tax credit, but both sides wants to add a little pork to it. Exactly. Something here, something there. So again, that's the, I mean, the, the headline the other day was basically, you know, don't file your tax return before April 15th. You know, if you have children, wait and see how this goes. Uh, I agree with that, but I disagree with it also. Um, don't wait till the last second and do it and then realize, hey, it never went through. We've had those spoilers in the past where we thought something was going to pass, you know, a certain bill or a certain provision and it never made, never saw the light of day. So, (laughs) but just Uh, put it out there in everybody's mind. Okay. And then uh, just in general, you don't want to file on the first day uh, because, you know, and this is just what doing shows with you for the past three years has gotten me because you don't know if you have everything yet. Exactly. <laughs> Typically, if you file and then you realize, oh, man, I forgot this or this was new this year and I forgot about it because, again, all W-2s, 1099s, um, 1099-Ks, they're technically not due. They have to be postmarked by January 31st. So literally, they could postmark one, send it out to you, and you don't really receive it until the second week of February. And that's, that's, that's feasible. Um, so we see that all the time where somebody's like, yeah, I want, to, I want to file. And then it turns out they have bank interest from the bank. That'll be one of the big ones this year that nobody had in the past. Because, again, by the Fed raising interest rates, you know, big picture, um, they've actually then the banks followed suit. Brokerage accounts followed suit in money markets, and you're talking, you know, a four and a half to five percent interest rate currently on cash. Where when we did our tax returns last year, we were at 1.2, 1.5, so it's going to quadruple. So a lot of people will, in the past, they didn't have the 1090, uh, 1099 uh, interest, but they will this year, and it, and you'll end up paying a little bit more tax because you made more money on the interest that was sitting there. So just uh, a couple of things to keep in mind as you are sitting down and, and getting your tax stuff together. Don't necessarily rush into uh, filing because you want to make sure you have everything there. And one way to make sure that you have everything is to have someone like Jeff just do your taxes for you. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole spiel just yet because uh, we don't even have our W-2s, but why would you want to waste your time on the weekends pouring over your your paperwork and filing your own taxes, even though you have absolutely no idea how to do it, when you can just give everything to Jeff and uh, I'll go out to the golf course, Jeff, while you do my taxes. <laughs> exactly. Nothing wrong with that. So uh, we'll get into all that as we hit February, March, and April. But what are some other news things that have, have come out uh, as so far here's as taxes a, go? Okay, so here's a big one. This The IRS said last week, it's going to waive penalty fees for people who failed to pay back taxes as long as it was $100,000 or yes or less for tax years of 20 and 21. And you go, huh? The penalty for our underpayment penalty is 8% per quarter today. Okay? So if you owe the IRS 
um, $10,000, you're going to pay an underpayment penalty because you owed them $10,000. So what they're doing is they're coming back and saying that it's apparently 5 million people and it's businesses and tax-exempt organization um, are eligible or will be eligible starting last week. Um, and it's going to total about a billion bucks. So it's actually nice. So again, if you owe tax in 20 or 21 um, and you paid a penalty for underpayment penalties or, you know, on tax that you still owe, they're waiving those penalties for you, which is out of the kindness of the IRS's heart. <laughs> I was going to say, so, what, yeah, what, what, what is the, the impetus of this? Is this their way of saying, you know, look, we want you to pay your taxes. You can come here hat in hand pay yeah. them and we won't we just want you to pay them yeah we just want you to pay it we're not going to charge you the penalties um they may charge you interest but they're going to waive the penalties which typically that's one of the big things um you know say there was a oopsie one year and you owed it and you had to pay it um we'll play this little game write letters see if we could get it abated but they're doing it automatically for us so if anybody you know is sitting out there going man i owe tax for 2021 um, give us a call. We can walk you through the, the process on how you take care of it. You've set up an installment agreement, um, pay it, maybe pay a piece and then make an installment agreement, something of that effect. Um, and, yeah. And I've always said, you know, <clears throat> I remember when I was younger and dumber and more irresponsible. <laughs> and I would say, well, I don't have enough money to pay my taxes. Uh, I'll just ignore it and hope it goes away. Uh, you tell me that while my head is buried in the sand, uh, the juice is running on it. Not only is exactly. there interest being charged, but there are fees on top of it. Yeah, there's interest and penalties being charged. And in today's environment, so in the past, not to say that we were like promoting, the, hey, don't pay your taxes by no means, but the underpayment penalties that the IRS imposed were nominal. So if you said, hey, I'm going to go park my money over here, wait until it's tax time, I'll pay my tax you know, when I file my return, and they hit you for this little underpayment penalty. Today, you got to be careful on that because it's actually 8% on a calendar quarter basis, and that's what they're imposing as an underpayment penalty. So it's, it gets a little steep. Um, you could owe the IRS $1,000, and it's okay. Um, but over $1,000, they then start to hit you for these underpayment penalties as you go forward. And a lot of people, it's a misconception to say, well, I filed an extension. Um, why are they doing that? The extension is strictly for uh, production of the paperwork. The taxes due by April 15th. So if you file an extension and you wait till October 15th to, to file your tax return and pay your tax, they are going to hit you for an underpayment penalty while you're waiting that entire time. Yeah. And, and this is where it gets real goofy and why you definitely need <laughs> Jeff. Uh, I haven't done my, my paperwork. I need an extension. Uh, but they said, well, just give us the money up front and you can take your sweet time doing the paperwork. And then I said, well, I haven't done my paperwork, so I don't know how much I even need to give you. And they say, we don't care. Just give us the money. And that's well, where you start, <laughs> you start to exactly. your head against the wall saying, I don't know what to pay you because I don't know what I owe you. So one of the, the setups on that is when we get close to the extension time and we know we're not going to make it because we're waiting for data, as long as you paid in your previous year's tax liability, 
regardless of where you're at for that year, you're okay. They won't hit you for that underpayment penalty. So if your taxes were $10,000 last year, as long as, and you had withholdings from your W-2 that amounted to $9,000, you have to write a check for $1,000 to get it to your previous year's tax liability to call it a day. And then they will they'll back off and they won't hit you for the underpayment penalties. So that's one and, of the, right. the precursors. And then when you do the paperwork and you file your, your extension and you get it filed and everything, if the numbers uh, aren't, don't match up, you know, you owe them more, you pay them more. They, if you exactly. actually owe them less, they'll give you your money back, right? You get, a, you get a refund or you have it applied. A lot of people forget about this. You could have your refund applied to the carry forward year. So if you get a refund for 2023 and you go, hey, I usually owed tax in the past, don't take that refund. Don't take it as a cash uh, uh, payment to you. Have it applied, which means you've had it applied to your taxes for 2024, and it'll help you the next year as you go forward. So again, some people are like, no, send me my money because I can go maneuver it and do stuff with it and make money on my money versus letting the IRS sit on it for 14 months or 18 months, depending upon where you're at in the year. So that's, that's another you know, scenario that you need to debate about as you go forward. So, but that's another one that's out there. So um, the other big one is, and this applies to our small business owners who got the basically the employee retention credit paid to them. So this was if you had, this is for employers only, but if you had employees on payroll 2020, 2021 through COVID, and you kept writing them paychecks, um, the IRS came along and said, hey, guess what? You get this credit. We'll pay you up to, I believe it's $10,000 per employee that you kept on file. So what took place was everybody and their brother, whether they had a company or not, applied for this money. <laughs> and it's free. You don't, it's not a loan. Um, it was money that was credited back to the businesses. And it turns out there was a whole set of rules that got, again, misinterpreted, and there were these ERTC mills out there that said, hey, you got turned down by your regular accountant. We'll take care of you and get you money. Um, the problem is, is they cheated. <laughs> so the IRS has announced there's a voluntary disclosure program. So if your ERTC credit is borderline or you know that it was not right, but you got the money anyway, the, they're saying that you could step up to the plate and pay the money back, and they're going to waive any penalties going forward. Um, so it runs through March 22nd of 2024, and they're allowing for a repayment of 80% of the actual claim received. So if you go, wait a minute, I got you know $10,000 paid to me, but my claim is erroneous. If I pay back $8,000, I still get to keep two grand. Okay. <laughs> so it makes no sense, but at least it's a voluntary program where you're stepping up to the plate saying, hey, I think my my claim was borderline. I was turned down by other accountants, but, the, you know, um, there were, uh, was it the guy from Modern Family was touting it for a while and those uh, commercials. Oh, the commercials, yeah. Yes. And uh, Mr. Wonderful was touting it and his, he just, boom, his just went away because the IRS actually shut them down because they were doing fictitious uh, claims. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's out there. So again, business owners, if you did this 
and you've you you know whether or not you've you made the cut in a sense, um, or if you had to go shop it at multiple places, rethink it, maybe pay back eighty percent, call it a day, and they won't come after you. They've actually shut the program down um, because of the rampant fraud that was in it. Um, they're working their way through it as we sit today. So, um, just kind of the stuff, big stuff that's out there. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I guess the the big bullet point is if you didn't pay your taxes, uh, or maybe you took advantage of the ERTC and you know that you probably shouldn't have, they're going to get you. They're going to find you. They they maybe have a backlog, but they're going to get you. So here's your opportunity. Up. Yeah, it'll catch <laughs> up to you. Here's your opportunity. If you have back taxes that you haven't paid, you can pay them without facing the penalty. They're going to waive the penalty. And if you erroneously got the ERTC tax credit, and you know you probably shouldn't have, you can pay back 80% of it. Keep the other 20% and avoid any sort of, uh, I mean, this is prosecution, Jeff, right? They're yes. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, what they're saying is if, it, if they find out that you literally cheated on it or somebody omitted information, it's, it's criminal prosecution with penalties and all kinds of fun stuff. So, um, yeah, and we've seen those. Is, yeah, we've seen those people that were buying the Ferraris and the new houses. Yes, and, you know, with the PPP go. programs, it it took them probably two years to to catch up to them, but they they're getting them. They're they're hitting them probably weekly. There's an uh, email I get from the IRS that is you know an update on stuff, and it gives a laundry list of people that they went after that they actually figured out that. You know, they applied and got seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, but yet turned out they didn't even have a business. <laughs> oh gosh! And how they thought they were going to get away with that, I don't know. Uh, but they were buying Rolexes and Ferraris, and uh, it's not what they were buying tipped them off. It's that the IRS starts to do the backtrack on on this, and then finds out, oh wait, this guy applied and he doesn't even have a company. And but we gave him seven fifty, so we're going to go get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give it give it back. Um, so. <laughs> There's your there's your PSA, your public service announcement. If, yes. you, think, if you haven't paid your taxes, the the government is giving you a chance to be honest and come back. Yes. And and not get thrown in jail or hit with those steep penalties. So there's there's your mm. your freebie of the day. Uh, let's go to commercial break, and when we come back, we will talk about some of the new tax changes in 2024 and how we might be able to take advantage of them. It's Jeff Zufall. You can call him at Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524. Again, I don't know how to do my own taxes, so Jeff does them for me. And I don't know how to implement some of these strategies into my own life. How do I get this starting? How do I start getting this taken out of my paycheck? Jeff can help. With your HR department, Jeff can help figure out how to do all that stuff as well. It is Jeff Zufall, CapitalAdvisoryGRP.com. Keep what's yours on the Big 550 KTRS. Keep what's yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on the show, back to Keep What's Yours. Jeff, before we get out of here, um, it is the new year, 2024. There are some new changes that have taken place now that the calendar has flipped over and how does this work? You know, they, they put a, a tax law and I would think if, Oh, this is a great idea. Let's break this tax law, but you can't take advantage of it until the calendar flips over. Yeah. <laughs> January one and it's game on. Um, yeah. Literally there are 90 provisions. 
Um, and I'm going to kind of roll through some of these. There's a bunch of them that apply to us, the everyday people. Um, it's, this isn't just for rich people. This isn't, um, you know, a select few. These basically, they apply to everybody as we go forward. So the first one is you'll, you'll get a kick out of this one. If you have a vacation home, okay, you just have a vacation home, you use it for weekend trips, you don't rent it out, it's never been put in, in service as a rental property, you could rent your, your vacation home out for 14 days or less a year and never pay tax on that money. So if you have a condo at the lake and you've never rented it out, but you could rent it out for two weeks, that's free money in your pocket. So that's a new one out there. Um, now, if you rent it more than 14 days a year, it's a rental home and it goes you know, down that path, you pay tax on it. But just a, a freebie in the tax law that says 14 days or less, you could rent it out. You don't have to pay tax on it. Hmm. Um, so here's another one that's we're, we're kind of like digesting this, but you get a, a little more penalty free early withdrawals from qualified plans, IRAs, 401ks. Under the age of 59 and a half, um, you can take up to $10,000 for dom domestic abuse victims. Okay, so that's a new one in there. And then here's this this is the funny one it's $1,000 for emergencies can be taken without paying the additional 10% tax. So if you're under the age of 59 and a half and you attack any of your 401ks, IRAs, other than a Roth, you would pay tax, federal and state tax, on whatever you take out. Plus, at the tax return level, you pay an additional 10% tax on top of that. Now they're saying that you could get $1,000 out. I don't know how this is going to quite work yet. For an emergency, we don't know what constitutes an emergency, um, but you do not have to pay that 10% tax. You pay state and federal tax on it, but you could reach in, grab 1000 bucks. It's not a loan. It's a withdrawal and just pay federal and state tax on it. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then- and these, uh, are, these are things like, I can picture a dozen scenarios where I would maybe want to do that. But if I don't exactly. even know it exists, then you know I might just be going and getting a bank loan at exactly. you know, 9% yeah. or this and that. It's, it's, it's just so confusing and I, I hate to yeah. keep saying that again this it's just really confusing and frank, frankly information that we don't have yes um so here's a big one this is and this starts january 1 2024 we have a lot of clients who said oh my child is going to be a doctor i'm going to put money in a 529 and save so that they have hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay for medical school pay for college medical school all that um, and then they say, man, eh, I don't want to be a doctor. Um, and maybe they go military, full ride. They get their education paid for by the U.S. government. The parents are sitting there with a couple hundred thousand dollars in a 529, and they're like, what do we do? If they don't use it for education, it is taxable with a penalty. Okay. So they now have a provision in there that says you can convert or roll over depending upon the beneficiary's age, so we'll just assume that it's a, a 18 or 20 year old, they can do $6,500 into a Roth. That's what they're allowed to do contributory wise. But you could convert or roll over each year $6,500 to a Roth in the child's name up to $35,000 as a lifetime cap and you do not pay taxes on it um, and you roll from there. 
So the concept on that, the only caveat is that 529 has got to be open for 15 years. So if anybody started a 529, they put 100 bucks in it, you know, when their child was born or they're one or two and they're 18 or 20, you've met the 15-year rule easy. Um, so that's huge. Um, and then you just keep moving that annual Roth amount to whoever the beneficiary is until you liquidate the account down. And um, that's, yeah, that's one of those things you, you start saving for college when they're little, you have no idea what's going to happen. Maybe they do exactly. get a full ride. Maybe they do yeah. go to the military. Maybe they don't end up using all of it. Maybe they go to a trade school. You can use it for a trade school, but uh, maybe exactly. it doesn't, you know, they go to a, f- a four-year university. They're going to eat up all two hundred thousand of it, Jeff. Yo, you know, but, easy. <laughs> easy. But if they easy. go to a, a trade school, or maybe they do a couple years at at a uh, community college, they're not going to spend all that. What do I do with yeah. the leftovers? No fault of my own. Yeah. Uh, this is a way to start a, a Roth for them. Exactly, and you could feed it. And then when you hit that lifetime cap of that thirty-five thousand, change the beneficiary. Put it to you. Put it to your spouse other children, um, whatever the case may be, and extract that money out of that 529 without paying tax on it. It's kind of, it's funny. It's like, yeah, how'd your, how'd your uh, retirement get so high? Well, my parents contributed (laughs) towards it when I was two. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so again, um, the, the bigger ones is the, all the, the limits on your, I call it workplace retirement plans, IRAs, 401ks, all that stuff increase in 2024. So again, this is like we were talking about in the beginning of the show. Go back and look at what you've put into your 401k because you now, from a max, you can contribute $23,000 as your contributory side. And then if you're over age 49, you get an additional 7,500. And if you're under 49 and a half or 49, um, it's 6,500 as you go forward. So, um, yeah, so maybe you've set your, your contribution limits to max out, but they've raised the max. Exactly. So now you can go back and and reset those. Yeah. So the increases for this year, you need to make sure, because again, most 401k plans that we see, unless you go click the button to say, I want to max it out, they'll just cut you off at the $23,000 level. Um, and they won't continue to contribute the, the catch-up provision as you go forward. Anybody under 49, you can't do the catch-up. Um, you, know, you can do the 23000 but you can't do the extra catch-up in there. Um, the, the increase amounts for traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs increase. So it's now $7,000. Um, and then if you're over 49, you get an extra $1,000. So you can do eight grand into your IRA. Um, and then the ceiling for what's called the Roth IRA contribution. <clears throat> in 2023, the ceiling started at like 212000 and it capped out at 221000 which meant you cannot do a Roth or a standard non-deductible, deductible IRA anymore. You, you were phased out. So that's where the backdoor Roth came into play, where you put you know 7000 or 7500 into a non-deductible IRA and converted it to a Roth. This actually will allow you now to go for married filing jointly. It starts at 230000 and phases out at 240000 for married filing jointly. And then for single people, it starts at one forty six and goes to 161000 before you have to revert to a backdoor Roth going forward. Um, 
then standard deductions are way higher this year. So this is the debate, you know, do you try and itemize or just take the standard deduction and run? This, the, for married filing jointly, it's $29,200 is what your, everybody gets that as a deduction straight out of the box. If you could come up with more through mortgage interest, charitable contributions, medical deductions, then yes, you, you do a Schedule A, which is itemized deductions, but 29200 is your, your starting point for everybody. And then if you're over 65 or older, you get an additional 1500 you know, per per person in a sense, um, you know, as an extra. So you'll be thirty two thousand ish um, yep. out of the box there, and then singles. It's fourteen. It went from fourteen six to sixteen thousand five hundred. Yep. So that's the cool. So everything, part. yeah, everything's going up. So you can contribute yes. more. Uh, hopefully, you're making more money as well. Uh, so things have changed and that's what Jeff is here for. Jeff Zufall, senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with capital advisory group. As things change, our situations change as well. And maybe there are more tax keepings that we can take advantage of. 636-394-5524 is the phone number. Capitaladvisorygrp.com is the website. And that's Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert. This has been Keep What's Yours. Jeff, we've got another full year ahead of us to remind everybody uh, how to take advantage of some tax savings. And I look forward to it. Yes, I do too. We'll see you next week. You betcha. Thank you. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.